Hello, welcome to episode two of what is now called Random Access Memories. This week I'm joined by Nick Long from Tech It or Leave It and Shaken Not Stirred. Hi, Hello. Nick. Um, yeah, the last episode was introduced as a different show because I didn't have the name yet. <laughs> it's nothing like uh, prepping after you start a show. It was going to be called My Gaming History, but that's a terrible name. And because is yeah, it my no, gaming it history or yours or what? It's an awful name. And so Boz suggested you've got to ask Casey. Casey just comes up with names for shows immediately. And he does. It's it's a skill he could charge money for. Uh, but I, I got on to him and it, unfortunately we'd done the intro before he got back to me. So now it's called Random Access Memories. Thank you, Casey. Brackets. You realise you could have recorded it and then edited it in before you released it and then and then you wouldn't have looked like as much of a dick in all honesty i'd actually already (laughs) edited it and uploaded it i i i was so excited i did it immediately um that's that's fine at least i went Um, back in and redid the album art (laughs) because i'd already done the album art for my gaming history so i had to do all that again how is that set serious serious set Sorry, apologies for Siri. Siri's going to read out your gaming history now. If only. It's the iOS 11 Siri. I'm running the beta. <gasps> beta. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> what just happened? I don't, I'm sorry. That's that's media influencing. Let's talk. We're here to talk about your gaming history, not my phone. Anyway. <laughs> <sighs> so anyway, as I said, so how old are you and where are you from? Who are you, Nick Long? I am. Who am I? I, I? Okay, so I'm from the south of England. Let's let's not, you know, say anything more than that. Okay. But, um, I'm. Uh, I was born in 1981, so I was just on the cusp of home computing when I was a kid. Okay. Um, that was sort of the golden age was the 80s for home computing as a kid, but my my parents weren't really into it um so it was it was me that drove computing in our household okay so these were sort of toys for you rather than a, a utilitarian well, we thing or, or go on yeah no it, it started we had a computer at home because my dad used it for work right and someone gave him uh, because piracy wasn't a thing someone just gave him a load of copied games on on three and a half inch floppy disk so those were the first computer games i ever really played do you remember the first one i know it's actually a tricky question because i i don't remember my first one i remember the one i played most at that time but i don't remember the the very very first one Although, oh, I think I've still got them somewhere, you know, the floppy disks, I've still got them somewhere. So what system is this? I keep everything like this. So this was, I was using a, an Apricot PC. And if you don't know Apricot, they were um, a British uh, company. I'm just going to the Wikipedia page. So they're a British manufacturer of business personal computers founded in 1965. Um, and they were bought by Mitsubishi in the early 1990s. 
so the 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 first the first machines they did were in 1982 for home use so you would you just started on pcs I, yeah i started I mean, on pcs yeah the first first console i ever saw was an nes at, a, at my childminder's house um when mid to late 80s i suppose right um i didn't know this was the thing but here we are the apricot pc came with standard ms dos 2.11 uh 4.77 megahertz cpu 806 8086 processor wow yeah it had uh, this was the first computer i took apart as well my uh, my parents were really uh really good at saying if you don't know how it works find out how it works mm-hmm. so my dad would let me take the case off the computer and have a look at all the chips inside and i'd try and work out what each thing did and i found there was an un advertised switch next to the cpu that switched it from 4.77 megahertz to 8 megahertz oh so it had like a h- hardware overclock switch <laughs> and switched to 8 megahertz. and dear god i was so happy after that <laughs> yeah, i bet i wish there was a surprise switch inside my laptop that made it twice as fast it was amazing it was absolutely amazing. but the games themselves were they were all dos games that i started on so the one i really truly remember was uh, I want to say it was called like Police Quest or or I think that was the thing. Was like a, I, I that name rings a bell. Yeah, it was. I think it was Police Quest was one of them. But I feel like I'm just looking at Wikipedia. It's in 1987. I feel like okay, yeah, I was about six years old. So all the Sierra games, the Sierra sort of um, point. Well, it wasn't point and click, but it was you know text text input games that you know a little animated character went across but sierra went on and they they became famous for um leisure suit larry in the land of the lounge lizards which was yeah it was an adult game very very much so and seven-year-old me was playing leisure suit larry in the land of the lounge lizards okay and the part of the game at the beginning was to prove you were old enough to play it, you had to answer questions that only an adult would know. Oh, this but, sounds bad straight away. <laughs> no, no, it was it wasn't bad. Oh, I've got to hang on. Uh, Leisure suit, Larry. Questions. Okay, so it, it, they weren't adult questions, but they were questions that adults would know. So it would be things like. Uh, but questions that an adult in 1981 would know. Uh, but more than that, an American adult in 1981. <laughs> so, so it was things like they were asking about um, Richard Nixon. Right. Questions about Richard Nixon, because you would know about Richard Nixon or Marlon Brando or, you know, all these, all these things that adults in 1980 would know about. Like, uh, <laughs> fuck. So I've just, I've just Googled the questions and they were random so that you get like five or six of these questions come up and you'd have to get each one right to get into the game. It's like the first age verification software, I suppose. But there are a couple of hundred questions and it would choose five or six at random. And we used to have to memorize the answers because we'd go through and try, you know, A, B, C, D and it'd kick us out because we'd get it wrong. 
And we'd say we'd go back and reload and the questions would change and we'd guess again. But when we got it right, we'd scribble down the answer on a bit of paper and put it to the side so we could get in again. But it was things like uh, Ronald Reagan's co-star in Bedtime for Bonzo was, and it would give you four answers. Right. I, I, don't, I didn't even know who Ronald Reagan was at that point. Wow. I, I didn't know it did this at all. I, I just remember Leisure Suit Larry being a game that I wasn't even allowed to look at on the shelf in I the know. computer store. I, I can't even believe my parents. I just don't think my parents knew what was happening. So as I said, we got these, these you know, I don't know, 50 floppy disks from someone he knew that all had games on. He was like, oh, here's some games for your kids to play on your brand new computer at home. And there's there's things like um, Police Quest and I want to say like uh, it's a racing game. I really like GP, um, the DOS GP game um, that was like just horrendous, so bad. And yeah, Leisure Suit Larry was in in the middle of them, and I just I, I just remember playing that for a couple of years before I even understood that there was naughty stuff in it. It was part of a a thing that happened. There were sort of adult games, but they did mm. it just by being lewd. And, and yeah. I had no idea because the idea of the game, allegedly, Larry, if you don't know, the idea of the game is to um, win by losing your virginity. Okay. Okay. So that's 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 the end goal in Legend Suit Larry. I didn't know this as a kid. I just was like trying, you know, to solve the tasks in front of me. Now there's. The very first time in Leisure Suit Larry that you have sex, if you don't go to the pharmacy and buy condoms first, you get AIDS and you die. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, it's a severe way of doing it, but I can't really argue with the the moral message they're they're putting into their game there. (laughs) It's seven years old. It's it's quite something. I see why I wasn't allowed this as a child. <laughs> I just I'm just thinking about it. I can't believe I was playing this. This is ridiculous. But then there were other. I so said there was like golf games. Uh, you know where you had to um, uh, play aim golf. The golf ball and then snooker games. And there, was, there seemed to be a lot of sports games in the early days. Well, they, I, I've been thinking about this. I think the, the reason why there have always been a lot of sports games is because game mechanics is hard. Mm. You know, coming up with a new game mm. is, is actually very difficult. I mean, yeah, okay, the, the, it's not the same as coming up with a new first-person shoot-em-up. We're talking about the first-person shoot-em-up factor of it you have to come up with. But we already have all these games with are, rules and, with, and yeah, limitations and the, things the, like that. They're tried and tested. And so to create mm. a football game is, is you know, that re- removes all the stress of making up a game. Uh, and you just have to replicate a real life thing. So I think that's what, you know, why there certainly was back in the day, that sort of thing. And I think they were also trying to push the whole idea of, look how the, it's, you don't need to play tennis outside anymore. You've, and and all, you know. I, think, I guess there's there's an element of you know how to play tennis or you know how to play snooker. We don't need to go through a lot of 
manuals and rules to explain how this new computer thing works. Exactly. And I, but uh, is you forget as well, like the, the, the apricot computer we played on, it had a black screen and all the text and graphics was green. That was it. It's monochrome. There was no color at all in any of this. It was all just green on black. And so after playing it for 20 minutes, you'd look away and your eyes were fucked. So everything you saw was purple. Oh, dear. It was, I just dread to think what it was actually doing to my eyes at the time. I, I don't know, because that was back in the days when you'd, you'd start to see things like stickers saying this, this monitor is actually radioactive and don't touch <laughs> it and all that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, was that a thing like that we, we were worried for a little while that our computers were going to make us all sterile? Or some, you know, that kind of thing. Do you work with a computer for eight hours? Well, your knob doesn't work anymore. That's the weird thing as well. It wasn't like my dad did a job that needed a computer. He only had it at home to do things like accounts for for the company. So he, he, like, see, he he worked in the travel industry. He wasn't, didn't do a lot of account stuff, but he sometimes needed to. So that's why he had a computer at home. And so we used it more than he did. Right. And that's that's why he was like, you know, I don't really need it. I've got an accountant. It's just if I need to do a little bit of word perfect um or or you know, whatever else was around at that point. So he was like, you know, just use it as as your own and, and find out how it works. And, and so that was that was my first oh, I just found some screenshots of Leisure Suit Larry. That was my first <laughs> that was my first foray into games. MS DOS games. It was crazy that the uh oh god the oregon trail and um, this is the worst thing to do isn't it because i just want to go back and play all these things now but it, like wolfenstein 3d wasn't a thing it wasn't out yet no god no that was uh groundbreaking stuff to come along later much that was later 1992 so so yeah that was my first the uh, uh computer was an apricot PC. So I'm, I'm, I would assume then that you didn't have like either the Spectrum, the Commodore 64, the Amstrad. I, I didn't. Friends did. Like a lot of my gaming history was experienced through friends' houses. My both my parents worked, so I was constantly at, at childminders' houses or or around at friends' houses after school. So I experienced a lot of my gaming through that. So friends of mine had the the Spectrum. Um, or the um, the NES and later the SNES. Um, and I, I, I didn't really... No, I don't remember ever using an Amstrad, which is kind of fine because I, I, I don't really like Alan Sugar. So I'm, <laughs> I, feel, I feel pleased with that. I, I've become sort of frustrated with it afterwards because I don't really like Alan Sugar either, but I love the <laughs> Amstrad. And, it, it's, and, and I realised it was the first... British, you know, computer that a lot of people experienced. I understand that. And it was an important computer. So uh, it, you, we can't disregard it completely. But no. none of my friends had it. You know, a lot of my friends, um, uh, well, the, a lot of the people whose houses I went to for, for child mining were a bit older. So they were a bit more into the, you know, typing in all the code out the back of the computer magazine to load the game and stuff like that. Whereas my, my age bracket, and I, I was the youngest of, of siblings as well. So my age bracket 
I guess a lot of people in that bracket started with consoles. Okay. So did, did when was your first console then? Where, where did you go from the apricot? Uh, the apricot, uh, from the apricot, I remember vividly um, the day I was in Toys R Us and it was coming up to, I think it was my birthday, um, which was just before Christmas. My birthday is November. So it was, it was just, I think it was my birthday. And my dad said to me, right, I think it's time you had a computer console, <laughs> <laughs> which was brilliant. Like, I, Cause obviously I've been spoke, talking about it for years and years. So a couple like immediately things were going through my head and I couldn't decide what I wanted. I knew most of my friends had Nintendos. Right. So, and, and I, cause I played them at their houses and I was like, okay, that's covered. I can play Nintendo at friends' houses. That's fine. So I want a Sega. So I went to Toys R Us. And I remember them in the glass cabinets. And they had uh, the little slips of paper with the barcode on in front of them in a little tray. that you That's what you would pick up and take to the yeah, counter. Yeah. And uh, I remember my granny was there as well. God, this is all flooding back to me now. Uh, and it was... Um, and my dad said, okay, do you want the Master System or do you want the Mega Drive? There was probably about, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm probably remembering completely differently, but there was probably about 40 quid difference in them. Um, but it wasn't. It was probably more than that. It was probably about 70 quid. And I knew, and this is, <laughs> this is responsible Nick coming through as well, I knew my family weren't well off and I knew we didn't have a lot of money. So I went, I want a Sega but I'm going to go for the cheapest one because I know my parents can't really afford this. Very honorable. Very. I mean, God, when did the master sister come out? Master system two. It was, that was out in, it wasn't too long after it's released that I got it, I suppose. So it was 1987. It came out in Europe. So it was probably 1988. Um, I know that was the first one. So when was the master system two out? It was probably a year after that the Master System 2 came out. And I, and I went, right, I'll have a Master System because it came with a, a game built in. And I thought, you know, if that's a free game, Alex Kidd in Miracle World, free game. Yeah. So that's, that's, a, that's a freebie. So I got that and I got another game with it. And it was, what was the other game? Sonic. It was definitely Sonic. There's nothing else to get at that time, was there? Uh, there um, would have been a few things, but if Sonic was available, you'd have got Sonic. It was it was definitely Sonic. So I had Alex Kidd and I had Sonic. You see, I think in that situation, and this was kind of unique to that time period, hmm. uh, you, you could get away with owning the Master System while the Mega Drive existed. They were out at the same time. For, that was- for what seemed like a long time to me as a yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah. It, it was years before I got a, a Mega Drive. Um, and, and they sort of, the, you know, Sega would bring out a game and they'd just put, make a version for everything. Yeah. So okay, you, here you, we go. You didn't Master miss System out on 2, anything. Master System 2 was released in 1990. Uh, so that was three years after the Master System, which is, I mean, this is nuts. Come on. Three years later, they release the same system, but a, a reduced cost version. That still and happens. Then, and, 
Yeah, the Mega Drive, but then the Mega Drive 2 came out. I got a Mega Drive 2. That was years later. It's basically like, you know, when they bring out the, the PS4 Slim, that mm. they also bring out the PS5, but then don't stop selling it or making games for the PS4. That, well, it's, it's slight. I think it's changed a lot in in recent years because in the, the three i remember um the like the ps3 and the ps4 uh crossover years there was definitely some games released on both that were exactly the same but they released them for both systems so that you could get them for both systems yeah i'm talking about your you know your fifas or your like there's not much difference in gta it was kind of a uh a graphics redo and the online stuff was you know a lot better and and things like that. But the, the game was exactly the same. The, the difference between the Master System versions and the Mega Drive or Genesis versions was that um, they were different games completely. Oh, yeah. Because you, one was 8-bit, one was 16-bit. You so it was just, completely different. You had to just redo the entire game. Yeah. And you, Sonic's completely different. Yeah. I, I think there's usually a lot of crossover between the Master System and Game Gear versions. We had a Game Gear. Uh, oh, God, yeah. No, I didn't get a Game Gear, but I do remember playing one for about five minutes until the batteries ran out. Yeah. And that was on brand new batteries. I was going to say that was a fresh set, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, remember my, I remember my granny trying to play the Master System too. Oh, that was hilarious. Because <laughs> we had it. Our family TV was a little 14 inch TV that sat on the hearth. <laughs> we had a stone hearth it sat on there it didn't have a remote control you had to get up to change the channel and tuning it you had to use a little a little stick to twiddle the little things in the back and yeah my granny trying to play Sonic she would have been in her 70s at the time and it was the funniest thing I'd ever witnessed at that point because she she couldn't comprehend what a computer was or what it did or anything. So I'd say jump and she'd literally jump. <laughs> she would jump. On, on the, she'd be sat on the same and I'd go jump. And, and like she'd jump because I was scaring her. <laughs> so it was like I was controlling her by saying jump, jump. <laughs> oh dear. See, I, I remember my granddad actually had his own Philips G7000, but. I think anything more than that would have caused him. It was it was weird. Like my 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 dad's parents were like my grandpa was a, a coal miner, and my granny was you, uh, you know I don't know, I don't know she had, what did she she must have I think she worked in the local co op for years and years up in Newcastle. So they, this was brand new stuff to them. They'd never seen anything like this before. And and to me as a you know a little bastard nine or ten year old. I was like, what do you mean? You must be really stupid if you haven't seen one of these before. Living down south and growing up with electronics. But uh, it was, yeah, they just couldn't comprehend what was happening. It's a bizarre thing, isn't it? It it really is. Uh, so you got, but you got a Master System. Any particular... I got Master System 2. Ma master System 2. So are there any particular standout games for you on that platform? Um, I've... Gotta say, standout game. Well, everyone, everyone had um, Alex Kidd in Miracle World because it was built in. That if you turned it on without a cartridge in, that's what loaded. Um, so I remember 
all of the all of these games as well they uh, you you had like one life when you died you died that was it you know back to the beginning okay maybe three lives maybe three lives but so i never progressed past like level four of anything because you die and you go right game over neither you didn't Neither do I. This is this is a common thing I'm getting from people talking about games. Is that th- this concept of completing a game mm. is that's a recent thing at best? Yeah, we yeah, didn't yeah. complete games. We didn't see the end of games. Nor would you sit playing one for hours. Really, you'd mm. sit playing games for hours. But you know, especially I go through loads in that time. But the. the- the mad thing is as well that it, a game series wasn't, you know, a thing. So everyone had Alex Kidd in Miracle World, but no one went out and bought the other three Alex Kidd games because you already had Alex Kidd and you hadn't completed it. It was just, you know, that was uh, the Alex Kidd game. Why would you buy any more? Yeah. But I do, I remember, the, I think the worst, the best and worst, the best for challenging, worst for actually getting very far in it game was definitely the lion king game i mean i think that's that's infamously difficult is it um, really yeah i think i think it was one of one of the most difficult games in gaming history the lion king game yeah. um yeah and i also had uh, f16 fighter which was a space space combat game i've got all these still they're sat in the other room that's crazy it's, it's um it's part of my grand scheme of things is as i'm as i'm fixing up the house i'm gonna end up with a game where i'm gonna have all my a room with all my games consoles in it oh that's Um, genius that's yeah you want to go for that what else a mortal Kombat. wow i played that for ages and ages you see i think on on these consoles there was a tendency towards games that you just so just played like Mortal Kombat. Can you complete that? Is that even no, a thing? No, it's just... Uh, yes, actually. Yes. You win 10 fights and you get a... You know, you've won and then you start again. You know, so it's... It's easy so you'd, to you'd deal do it with. with each, you'd do it with each player, though, wouldn't you? Because you'd learn their special moves and you'd do it with Raiden and then you'd do it with Sub-Zero and then you'd do it with Scorpio. And- <laughs> I fucking hated Mortal Kombat fuck spy versus spy oh my god i have bad memories of that game uh i could i could complete that today i played it that much i could complete that today wasn't it a two-player game i remember playing it on the amstrad against my dad and never once really understanding what was going on it it was it was two-player in the uh, it was supposed to be two player, but you could do one player because you play against the computer and it was spy versus spy so you'd have to set booby traps to kill the other spy three times or get the um and get the plans and escape and um that's how you'd win but i god i I reckon i could win that again today although saying that whenever i play old games i go fuck my reflexes are bad (laughs) that's the age catching up with you yeah 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 but yeah maybe a handful of games i had uh oh I don't oh, think people generally had a lot of console games back in the day. They were expensive. They probably were, yeah. I mean, I wasn't buying them at that time, so, you know, I don't, I'd get one for my birthday every year, and that was it. You know, we had we had pocket money games on the computers. We didn't, not hmm. on the consoles. 
because uh, if if nothing else, you've got to pay to make that cartridge. Yeah, and we're, we're still seeing the fact that you know Switch games are ten pounds more than PS4 games, and the reason is they come on a cartridge, yeah, and not a disc. Yeah. Um, Man, I'm I'm just looking through a list of every single Master System. There's not many Master System game. Um, I'm looking through a folder of every single Master System. Uh, game. Yeah, yes, I could do that. <laughs> I could do that. Um, I don't think I even had Outrun. Ninja Gaiden I definitely didn't have, but I always wanted. Because it had the word ninja in it, and I thought it would be cool if it had ninja in it. Oh, yeah. For the record, this this folder that I've got here, uh, which includes not just every every Master System game, but also every Game Gear game, and Mm. every original Master System game, because, of course, the Master System as we know it was actually Mm. like the Master System 2. Yeah. So that whole folder is a whopping 116 megabytes. (laughs) How many files in it? Uh, how do I get to see that? Let's see. Oh, right. It's all in subfolders. Uh, so that's a pain. Do, do a do a, a select all then command alt i. Okay, command alt i. All right. Okay. Eight hundred and fourteen items. So that's probably eight hundred and fourteen games in total. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Basically, it's it's crazy week. <laughs> you can find now uh yeah and i'm still morally okay with emulation that's <laughs> that's fine i'm still okay with it echo the dolphin that was a popular game i never understood no it had a really good message behind it as well though don't pollute or else you'll kill the dolphin that's f- that's reasonable that's, but I, I, I remember playing it more on the Mega Drive than I do on the Master System because I think it, again it was one of those games that just didn't really work on the Master System because you didn't have three buttons; you had two. Whereas on on the the uh, Mega Drive, you had three buttons. Yeah, I, I, still though, you know, the rest of us were over on the Amiga, jealous of your two button system. <laughs> well, hang on a minute, because I used Amigas as well. And I remember when uh, a, a friend of mine used Amigas all the way through uh, school, secondary school, this is. So up to the age of 16, he was on Amigas. He was the one person still in the UK using Amigas rather than a PC because he just would not cave. He wouldn't cave. He would. He was so proud of his Amiga. And I remember the day he said, oh, I've got a hard drive for my Amiga. And I was like, mate, I've had a hard drive for years. <laughs> And, and then uh, the day he he got his Amiga online, that was incredible. He had, he bought a modem for his Amiga. Wow! And he got it online, and it was it was still bulletin boards back then. I never got my Amiga online. Oh, it, it was it took him about a week to do it as well. <laughs> wow! It didn't it didn't yeah mine didn't stick around long enough for the internet to come into the home. That was the PC was firmly entrenched by the time the internet came along. Um, but yeah, we we had up, down, left, right, fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anything more? You needed the keyboard, and you were not playing Mortal Kombat with the keyboard, which is why I hate Mortal Kombat. Fair enough. Because you, you know all the moves were just 
this up, down, up, 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 down, down, left, 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 away, right, right, up, down, fire. And like, I'm not, I've got better. Even as a kid, I knew I had better things to do. Do you know what though? Uh, They were, Mortal Kombat were the simple combos. So you do, uh, you do, you do things like down and then down left towards, and that would be like a flame uh, move for Sub-Zero or something. It's things like Tekken that got me, because that was like 16-button combos where you had to remember that just for one move as well. So you do 16 buttons to do one move, and they had like 10 special moves you could do. I, don't, I dread to think what the, what the combos are for the most recent Tekken, if it's still being made. Tekken Seven, well, they, the latest one. They they've um, I, I can on the PS Four. Yeah, I haven't played that. I've played the new Street Fighter on the Switch. I've got that, and they've kind of. Is that any different? Yeah, <laughs> you can sort of uh, the special moves become buttons on the screen and stuff like that. It's actually wow. a lot easier to do stuff. It's not a great game. It shouldn't be. Mm. I don't think it ever was. It was only good because it was the first fighting game on a on a three D system, the PS one, wasn't it? That's what, what wait, what, you, what, what are you? Th- no, I think the first three D fighting game was Virtua Fighter. Oh, it was. Sorry, it was. Yeah, but Tekken was a big one. Mm. Well, it's still bloody going. Of course, it's big. Um, so, what were you? Any Mega Drive standouts? Well, I'm just, I've just gone onto the Wikipedia page and discovered you could get a modem for the Mega Drive. That was nuts. That was, that's ridiculous. You could access the Sega MegaNet service through a modem. Yeah, that was a thing for a while. In North America. We, um, we didn't get anything good like that. No, never. Like, there was an NES one as well, wasn't there? There were all kinds that of things. Japan got. Yeah. I, my biggest thing for the Mega Drive, because I, I bought Mega Drive after it was called to buy a Mega Drive. So I got the Mega Drive 2. And I remember it came with a VHS that you put in that showed you a promo for the Mega CD. Ooh. But you just bought a, a Mega Drive, right? Yeah. And so you were just like, oh, I've bought, I've bought something that's not good anymore because you had to get the Mega CD to make it good because it had a CD. Um, but uh, Mega Drive games. Yep. Uh, Micro Machines 2, no, Micro Machines 96 Turbo Tournament. That had a, It was a J-cart, so you could plug in two extra controllers yes. into the actual cartridge, which meant four people could play at once. Yes, that was... Uh, I used to like all that stuff. The, yeah. uh, the whole, let's put some weird hardware on the cartridge. Okay. But like the what were the um were they game genies? Yes, that, you could that was plug the a cartridge thing. into and and it would it would um hack the game and allow you to to cheat. There were a few of those game genie, game shark, um others that I can't remember the name of. Uh, but there were yeah, that was definitely a thing. Um I'm actually looking at Mega Drive consoles. Oh, no, I'd have to move out. Still got it. I've still got it. <laughs> I'm so jealous of this. You see that you you still got all this. I wish I had all my old gaming got, stuff. I think I've got a, a spare one at work. A mega, who's got a spare Mega Drive Two at work? <laughs> what a ridiculous thing to say! <laughs> I've got a spare one at work that has Micro Machines Two in it. 
um, with a J cart. So there was a, there was almost exactly the same game, but there was maybe ten different levels between them. Um, so ninety six came out, and then Micro Machines to all the other way around, um, uh, and. So I always remember if someone challenged me to it because I was pretty good at micro machines. So if someone challenged me to a game on it, I'd be like, "Yeah, I'll do that." And then you'd have like your league, and you'd it'd select five games or five levels for you to race around. And if it was ninety six, I was absolutely fine. But if it was micro machines two, I was fucked because there was one level in there that was slightly different that I didn't have and didn't play. So I was I didn't know it, so I'd lose. Oh. I'm just looking at Mega Drives now. I can't get one. No. Mustn't. Mustn't. They're only like 30 quid. <laughs> Hang on. Mega Drive. And that, that's with a controller. Yeah. They're, they're, they're still, I think, pretty um, pretty good fun. Um, I can't look through this list. This is ridiculous how many games this has got. Has 897 game totals that are known to have been released for the console. That's not a bad library. Well, hang on. When when was the the Mega Drive active? Because this was this is what everyone this was the SNES of Sega, wasn't it? And so this is what everyone had before the PlayStation came out. So this was active around. So release date in. Let's have a look. 1989, 1990, something like that. Available until 1997. Holy shit. Yeah, the, the, the true successor to this was going to be the Saturn. Was going to be. I remember having a Saturn in well, front of me and playing on it. I didn't buy one, but a friend of mine lent me one. Well, the, And it was, it was the next big thing. It was awful system. Yeah. It's <laughs> really bad. They they just had a few false starts with the the CD and the thirty two X, yeah. That, that should that, have been a new console, really. The controller was awful as well. I, just, this was this was the beginning of the end for Sega. Oh hell yeah! The, the Saturn. It was the, the, after that they had the Dreamcast, which was a lot of. I okay. Full disclosure: I used to work in the video game industry, and a lot of people in the video game industry swear that the Dreamcast was the most advanced and best console that existed, but it was really, it was, it was too, too little too late. Sega had lost so many uh, users because of the Saturn that by the time the Dreamcast came out, no one was willing to trust them anymore. And, and the PlayStation had come out in the meantime. And so everyone had jumped ship to Sega as to Sony, sorry, instead of Sega. Yeah, that was pretty much it. That that PlayStation coming out just wow. It and it came out of nowhere as well, and it just obliterated everyone. It really did. No one saw it coming. And I, I I'm you know, looking at the list of fifth generation consoles though, there's some shit in there. I mean it, it's <laughs> Is this the Saturn era? Yeah, so fifth generation we have listed here let's see the atari jaguar the neo oh wow yeah, yeah. the neo, neo geo cd uh which oh, okay. no doubt cost the you know the price of a house uh the playstation the saturn the 3do uh, oh gee. <laughs> and i reckon i've played on all of these 
at some point. The Nintendo, but, but then the sixty-four, yeah, the Nintendo sixty-four. I've I've had forgotten was was fifth gen, and that was and the reason I forgot is I never owned one. This was this was the era where I switched back. But after the after the Mega Drive, I switched back to PCs, and that was me done until PlayStation Two. Right. So I I I played on the N sixty four, but I I mocked it. I mocked it so badly because <laughs> it was I I just couldn't believe that they'd come out with like another ridiculous controller like that. Three prong controller yeah. that you could hold sideways and use a trigger button, and you had to for some games you had to put in the expanded RAM pack. Yes, to, you did to run, and you had the rumble packs that you had to load into the bottom of the controller. Everything was an add-on. I was just so I just mocked everyone because I was like, <laughs> cartridges still. What are you talking about? Oh, it, they worked great. They it were was great. A fantastic console, the N sixty four, and and sort of with the PlayStation stands head and shoulders above the others of this generation. I mean, the next one on the list is the CD32 Amiga, which was just garbage. You know, the Apple Bandai Pippin came out as part of that generation. Well, that, that was only an American thing though, right? Yeah. And there's, there's a few weird things that are, are localized, especially to Japan. Uh, the Casio Loopy. What's the, what was the Nintendo 64 DD? Uh, disk drive. Although it, it looks like they're talking about boobs. <laughs> the 64 double D. Uh, but yeah, it was a like a, a disk drive. I think wow. a CD drive. Oh no, storage magnetic disk. 64 megabytes. Um, yeah, that was it. And it looks like it had internet. Kind of, it had a modem in it. It was that was the th- uh, it was starting in Japan at this point, wasn't it? Online gaming. Well, they had some sort of thing for a while. Uh, even you know, right back to the 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 NES, they'd had the the thing that would the broadcast mm. satellite system that that had games on it, and that's kind of weird. But yeah, sort of lost my train of thought. The online so, gaming, yes, um, yeah, but they're they're always ahead of us. Yeah. So it was at this point, like mid to late 90s, that I switched back to PC gaming. Right. And I was on that for, for years because I was, I was interested in PCs. I, you know, the internet was a thing now. So I was all about uh, like X Wing versus TIE Fighter. But, but before that, in fact, I was on, I was a massive Star Wars gaming fan. Like the LucasArts games of that time i don't think anyone could touch lucasarts for for gaming at that point they were way ahead of everything um in in terms of playability things like uh, dark forces and and um the tie fighter the original tie fighter game yeah. was incredible absolutely incredible monkey island lucasarts uh, just uh, shat over everyone in terms of what a, a game should be I still have the soundtrack to Monkey Island on my phone as an album to listen to. <laughs> Amazing. And do occasionally play a few tracks from it because it's, it's just so nostalgic and, and great music anyway. But, you know, yeah, they, they were on a roll back then. They, they, yeah, they were great. And up until 
Do you know what killed it? Has has killed a lot of things uh, around this time was Phantom Menace. Yeah, that really, really killed PC gaming for Lucas Lucas Arts. Um, because that that game was fucking awful. The film was fucking awful. Um, and that's when Lucas Arts started teaming up with people to do things like uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, I thought that was a very popular game, though. It was. No, that was great, but they teamed up with, with other people to do it. Ah, right. Um, because they, they, they'd sort of, I don't know what happened. Probably, probably someone got sacked and someone else got hired. But uh, what else? What other games did I have back then? I'd buy anything. Command and Conquer, uh, Age of Empires, uh, Warcraft 2 and 3. I loved RTS games. That was... That was where it was at because it was it was you didn't have to flight sims and, and RTS games were were my my thing I reckon. Um, uh, yeah, I'm de- I'm definitely with you there on the RTS games, and I, I was a big fan of flight sims. I, I not, not like you know the complex Microsoft flight simulators where you had to build an entire cockpit for it to work. It was more you know the the World War Two ones or or the. Um, uh, uh, what other ones did they have? Like fighter jet ones, where you had a joystick. All you needed was a joystick. Yeah, because the the Microsoft ones got ridiculous. You can still buy all the different. Like here's a radio panel with a USB lead and shit like that. So mad, isn't it? And it's, it, the game is making the plane work, and but you don't want to do that. You want the game fly, to be shoot- fly from Hong Kong to Heathrow, so in real time. So. You do the takeoff. In fact, it starts before that, doesn't it? You've got to put your fuel on board. You've got to know your weight of your luggage and your passengers. Like This is this is a simulation to the nth degree. It, uh, you have to radio the tower, taxi out, take off, keep in radio contact, and then eight hours of fuck all before you land. I don't think real pilots fly between Hong Kong and... <laughs> like that, that's you know the no, vast majority is autopilot it's autopilot most of them don't even land it it's auto landing <laughs> I think the or only coasting. the only thing stopping me being a pilot is the fact that no one else would get on the plane <laughs> like but there's no actual sensible reason why the plane does so much of itself you could honestly learn to deal with it in an afternoon it's just that you you have to have peace of mind for the people on it, and they would all like someone who could fly it, should the need arise. And and I'm I'm on board with that as well. You know, pilots for the win. Definitely only pilots flying planes. I think that's that's probably probably a good piece of advice there. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so you went to the PS2. So uh, I did. That was my my. Uh, start back in consoles was definitely the PS2. Because um, this was like, I was still big into PCs around uh, late 90s. So oh, I'm just trying to think. No, that was that was later. I'm just, uh, so I, I straddled the divide um, uh, in the late 90s. I had a, the PS2 for GTA. I think that's what got me back into it. GTA, Grand Theft Auto I had on the PC Grand Theft Auto 2 I had on the PC um, and then GTA 3 came out and I'm pretty sure for a while it was PS2 exclusive 
I think you're right. And I saw, I must have seen it in a, a, a game shop where I frequented most of my free time buying PC games. Right. And, uh, I'm, or I must have seen it. So I must say it like somewhere. And I just went, holy shit. That's incredible. And so I got, I got PS2 and I got so many games for the PS2. It's ridiculous. And I think it's probably still unbeaten for the amount of units sold and, and games made for oh, it. Oh yeah. 155 million units sold. Uh, biggest selling console of all time. And 2,501 games listed on the, on Wikipedia. A lot of them are on my shelf. Two and a half thousand games, including, and I've just scrolled down a little bit, 24, the game. Did you ever play that? I nearly bought it not long ago. Don't. Well, oh, why? So bad. It's... <laughs> <laughs> I heard you talk about this on another show about story-driven games. There's a difference between story-driven games and hit-the-button-at-the-right-time games. Right. That's what 24 The Game was. It was, uh, here's, a, here's a bit of really badly animated story. Hit the button at the right time. Oh, I was going to buy that. I really was going to buy it. It's, it's, don't. Okay. Don't. It's so bad. It's but, so bad. This is the kind of thing I love. It's only 50 pence in CEX. 24 oh, the buy game. It. Buy it. If it's 50p, it's worth 50p. I mean, just the cover looks fucking awful. I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's so that, shit. That, is that Kiefer Sutherland that they've drawn on the front? Because it's not a photograph. That That is a drawing of some guy uh, I've got to look at that. that may or may not be based on Kiefer Sutherland. It's so shit. And you can complete it in about an hour. It's fucking awful. <laughs> so it's not even like you don't even need 24 hours to complete it. I mean... <laughs> I completed it in my first sitting. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, God, I'd forgotten this. This was 2006 this was released. We've skipped an entire... An entire cycle of my life here by jump mentioning that let's let's go back okay so i i um around the the the, the turn of the millennium okay I, I feel like i'm old enough i can use that term now um i was still playing pc games and ps2 games that i didn't have a lot of it going on in my life <laughs> college or work wise so i used to play a lot of a lot of games um and as you know, GTA lasted forever. Yeah. G you had GTA 3, you had then Vice City, and then San Andreas. And, I mean, that's that would keep anyone busy for years. It, it did. Absolutely. And I, we, were, we were burgled, and my PS2 was taken. And I had completed 74% of the story of GTA Vice City. Bastards. And, yeah. They took. They didn't even have the heart to leave my memory card with that on it. And to this day, I still haven't completed Vice City because it was just it was months of my life that I put into that. Oh, and uh, and yeah, I've never I've never finished it. I don't so, know. 
I feel like I never finished Vice City. Now you've mentioned it. A lot of people didn't because you couldn't swim and you would always end up in the water. Yeah, uh, the GTA <laughs> series is a great one to go back and, and realise what <laughs> little things were added game after game. I, yeah. I think in GTA 3, you had to... One thing that makes a lot of difference is the car you're in has to be stopped before you can get out of it. <laughs> yes. There's none of the... You know, in GTA yeah, 5, in just pile out the car City, whenever you want. In Vice City, you could dive out. But in GTA 3, you had to stop the car, which meant if you're in a high-speed chase and you suddenly catch fire, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> you cannot stop that car quick enough. Uh, there, there were so many things. Yeah, you drowned immediately on hitting water. There was none of this swimming shit that there is now. Uh, right. So many things like that. There are a great little path through gaming history. Uh, yeah. yeah, I recommend them a lot. The, the, this, this, so around that, so I was playing PS2, but, but also, more importantly, I feel it was a golden age for games on the PC at this point. So this is the point where you had things like black and white, um and alice like a lot of ea were pumping out a lot of good games bizarrely um so command and conquer series so you had red alert red alert 2 um the sims would have been around the sims this period now, i think let me let me tell you a story about the sims <laughs> <laughs> i was looking forward to the sims i'd seen it advertised i went this this sounds like my kind of game it's a it's almost an, a, an rts but it's also a sim game so it's it's in the sim city sim ant sim whatever series um sim ant do you remember sim ant i do yes dear god uh, so uh, <laughs> i was i was really geeky towards the end of, of secondary school so a lot of my friends were geeks and we would all play PC games and we'd all tell each other which ones were the best and which ones were the worst. Um, so the Sim games were high up on our list. So the Sims was coming out. So excited. And I bought it and I played it. I put it in and installed it because that was half of it was installing it. You know, it'd take yeah. an hour or so to install. And then I started up and about 12 hours later, I was still playing it. And I went, oh, fuck. I have to stop playing this now because it's, you know, it, a, a day had passed. Yeah. Um, and I took the disc out of my machine and I knew if I ever played that game again, my life would be over. So I never played it again. That is some impressive willpower. And, and I'm so glad I did because... Here's a bit of trivia. My wife is a massive fan of The Sims 2, specifically. I've tried to buy her every subsequent Sims game. Nope, she keeps going back to The Sims 2. She has been playing with the same save game since it came out. So, and so hang on, let's have a look. Have the her Sims. Sims achieved sentience now? Is that... She's like playing same bloodline uh, since it was released. Initial release 2004. It's now 2017. This is a great Reddit article or something like that. It's Isn't like, it? Like that guy who who left Civilization 2 oh. running for a decade or something like that. that. Yeah. That was, and he still goes back and it's just nuclear apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, it's got to be some sort of record. I mean, Granted, she hasn't played it for about a year because 
I had to, and <laughs> she was playing on the Mac as well. Not even the PC, she was playing on the Mac. So it's it yeah. And she's had every add on for it, she's had every cheat or hack or exploit or patch or user generated skins applied, all of it. She absolutely freaking loved it. And uh since two thousand four. So that's what thirteen years? Yeah. I I I do also live with a, a Sims user. Um But but thirteen years of the same save game. Yeah, she hasn't played for a long time here, so yeah. But that's a long time. I think Alison will still be playing Civ five in thirteen years. I think it um I think it, it started being played on iBook. Uh and now it's on a uh you know, an iMac twenty seven inch. So it's that's that's seen a lot of history, that save game. Wow. Wow. That's quite something. Mm. But yeah, I, th- I think it was it like turn of, turn of 2000 was, a, a, as I said, a bit of a golden age for, for gaming, um, for me anyway, on PC. So there's things like uh, Half-Life and um, Quake and... Um, all, all, it was. I think it must have been a graphics card boom or something. That had a lot to do with it. PCs were just definitely the the dominant platform at that time. Uh, you, you know, gosh, lots of people have PCs, and I think it helped that they were they became usable for other things. Hmm. You know, you you began to get a computer in your house even if you weren't interested in games. Yeah, and and the absolutely. other previous systems hadn't quite managed that, and and especially the consoles because they were just for playing games. And the, and but, I feel like the consoles were getting more expensive at this point. Uh, consoles have generally maintained a similar have sort they? of price range over the years. Um, there there was a period I guess as well taking into account inflation. They probably exactly about about exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they're not really much more expensive mm-hmm. than they used to be. Uh, we'll see how the, uh, Xbox one X, uh, fails, gets fa- on, yeah, gets on with that in an attempt to raise what people will pay for consoles. But yeah, you know, I, when, when you, I, d- I feel like the PC had a boom as well. Cause it was, it was all about peripherals. So you could get your joystick. You could get, I had steering wheel and pedals. I had a, a gamer keyboard. I had, all these sort of additional add-ons that that you couldn't get for a console for the same price. You know, the consoles had some of them had like gun attachments and steering wheels, but they're always more expensive. Yeah, um, it, it just opened. You had, I think, that mouse and keyboard just gave you access to a completely mm. different world of gaming. The po- um, point of click adventure. So, so. Uh, Tex Murphy under a kin- under a killing moon. Did you ever play that? No. Fantastic game. It was the, it was the first game I remember playing that had integrated video, interactive video cutscenes, and the the whole video was, and uh, sorry, the whole game was an interactive video as such. Um, it's uh, I've got it on good old games as well. It's just to even now, really good point and click adventure. But uh, everyone was. Um, so it's set in, in, in the future and you're a private investigator. It came on eight CDs. Um, and once you completed a couple of levels, you had to change the CD over. Um, 
but then you, you also had things like Theme Hospital. A classic. Um, absolute classic. And I'm just trying to have a look here. Uh, oh, wow. Star Wars Supremacy, or Rebellion, as it was known in the US. That was phenomenal. It might just be rose-tinted glasses, but uh, Civ 2 was out at this point. Um, Shogun, the Shogun series. They did, they did a fucking TV series based on that. Yeah. Where you would reenact historical battles because that's how good the good a game it was. Pretty sure Richard Hammond hosted it at one point. Oh, I think I know the one you mean. Yeah, I don't know if it was Richard Hammond. I'm pretty sure he did at some point. Quake, Quake, two and three. Um, I'm just naming games now. But so, so in 2000, yeah, 2000, 2001. I also, uh, that was almost the end as well of, of my gaming for a while. Oh, I accidentally bought an Xbox. Oh, the original Xbox just tripped and fell on, on one in a, <laughs> in a Curry's and, oh, I bought an Xbox. No, no, it wasn't even that. It was, it was one of my first ever eBay purchases. Oh, right. Okay. And I, I was just, cause I was at eBay. Let's, let's check out eBay. This is, this should be a thing. I should know about this eBay thing. It seems like a good idea. So I went on eBay and I went, Oh look, someone's selling an Xbox. Oh, poor little hike. It's not doing very well in the, in the bidding stakes. I'll put in a bid um, just to help him along so that, you know, someone has to come back and counter. And so no one bid. did. No one did. I fucking won it. <laughs> and I had to buy an Xbox. <laughs> I accidentally bought an Xbox out of pity. <laughs> that's, that's all right, though, because the Xbox was amazing. It was. I had maybe 10 games for it. Maybe. I did. I was not an Xbox fan at all at that point. And, uh, so I was I was definitely in the PlayStation camp. So I had the Knights of the Old Republic games. I had oh what else? Oh Mass Effect. I oh, know hmm, that was 360, wasn't it? So I've, I've skipped a generation there. So I didn't have much on the Xbox. I'll be honest. Uh, I borrowed some games off my friends. My friends had Xboxes, but then then we enter the the phase in my gaming life where I hated computer games because I started working in the games industry. Uh. So uh, this was round about Battlefield 1942. That's That was my last enjoyable game on the PC, I think, Right at that, at that point. And I started working for a gaming company, and so my job was to play games um, all day, every day. So after a day at work, I did not want to play games at home. Well, of course not. So, yes, yeah, so I started working in the games industry and, and didn't want to play any games at all, ever, at home. Um, but I played uh, a lot of games at work, <laughs> specifically EA games. Right. Um, so things like oh, Formula One 2001, um Harry Potter, the first couple of Harry Potter games uh, on PC and PlayStation. And um, uh, I did, that was at the, at the point where I f- played my first Lego game, actually, 
which was amazing. Um, the Lego games have always been amazing. So that was Lego Island Extreme Stunts. Okay. Um, which was, which was, it was great. It was on, on PS one and PC, I think. Um, and then, uh, what else did we play? Um, uh, FIFA. Ugh. <laughs> Never liked FIFA games. I particularly I, like working on them. I, I particularly I, dislike working on them, I should say. I don't know how I feel about FIFA games. I mean, I'm not a football fan, so it's got that working against it anyway, but just as football games, I, I don't know where I stand with it. I'm not, a, I just don't like sports games. They're just, A, they're nothing like the real thing, and B, it's, it's, it's not who's best at football, it's who's best at controlling a player that passes to another player that puts a ball in a net in a predefined way and celebrates in a cutscene. I don't get it. It's just, yeah, it makes no sense to me. Fair enough. I can't, I, I don't have anything to offer on that one. I'm afraid just no. if, if it makes very little sense to me either. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I was, I was put off gaming quite a bit, I think by my, my couple of years in the, in the gaming industry. And it was only a couple of years, um, but it, it seemed like forever, <laughs> it, but I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm really, it's the best job I will ever have without a doubt. But if I'd have stayed there, I'd have been there for life and the money was not great. So I had to leave yes. and do something better with my life. Um, and, and then I got back into games with, uh, Oh, I'm just trying to think what I, I think I bought an Xbox 360 before I bought a PS3. Um, yeah, I, I think I did. I, yeah, you were, you, you were, I'm just trying to think now. I had, I've, I've got both of them. I've, right. I'm pretty sure I had a 360 first and then I bought a PS3. Um, and I think I bought a 360 cause I liked the idea of the online gaming and I liked the idea that it was effectively a PC in a box. Um, however, I did not like the idea of having to subscribe to Xbox live, um, for online gaming. So I did play, uh, PC games as well at this point, but the Xbox 360 gave me such, I got it on launch day. What am I talking about? I got it. I got both of them on launch day. So whichever one came out first, I got Xbox 360, which would have been the 360. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, I remember lining up at Sainsbury's and I remember being there with a friend of mine who was, he, he was the reason I bought it. Cause he was like, oh, I want to buy it on launch day. Uh, will you queue up at midnight with me? I was like, yeah, fine. I'm not going to buy one, but whatever. And then I think what happened was I took an extreme dislike to the guy in the queue behind me. So I was like, if it's, if it comes down to the last Xbox, I'm buying one just to piss him off. So he doesn't get one. And that's exactly what happened. That's amazing. So I bought one. I bought one out of spite. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> what an arsehole. I'm such an arsehole. I, I bought one out of spite so the guy behind couldn't have it. But at least you played it. Uh, you know, you didn't, oh, did you? Yeah, or did I, you? I, you know, I think, I th no, I did. I did. I did play it. I did play it. Um, I'm just trying to think uh, about... Uh, 
what games I had for it. So, oh, is there a Wikipedia page on it? There will be a list of Xbox 360 games. But I'm guessing you had a lot of Assassin's Creed games. Or did you get those PlayStation? No, 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 not at all. I got them for PlayStation. So I had, I had, um, it began with a K and it was really bad. It was the the game I got at launch day. Cameo, Elements of Power. Fuck me, that was awful. I don't remember that at um, all. Mine came with Gears of War. Oh, it was really, really, really bad. Really, like, it was not even a game. It's just a, uh, an intrusion into your psyche. It was horrendous. And so uh, the next thing I got on it would have been, oh, do you know what? I've got games for it that I've never even opened the packets. I've just scrolled down and seen Alan Wake. I've got it, never played it. It's supposed to be a, a great game, but I've never played it. Alison had it. She um, wasn't overly keen. It's a story game, though, isn't it? It's you yeah. play it for the story rather than the the, the actual action. Yeah. So I had uh, Mass Effect. I love the Mass Effect series on this. I'm pretty sure one or two of those games came out on 360 before PS3. I think two and three might have been Xbox exclusive for a while. Um, GTA four, I got on it, um, which I never took to. And I think it might've been because I'd always played GTA on a, a PlayStation controller. I just didn't like the controls on an Xbox. It did oddly take some adjusting to, I, I, I'm mm. there with you because I played uh, GTA three and vice city on the PS two, uh, cause Tristan mm. had one. And those games didn't come out on the the Xbox for ages. I think I actually, admi- no. I think I actually met Allison by the time they came out on the Xbox, because uh, they brought them out in a double pack, which is sat on the shelf. Mm. Um, and so yeah, I but making the move from that to from the PS2 muscle memory to the Xbox, it it messed mm. me up a bit. Yeah, um, yeah, I can, I, I, it's it's bizarre and. Uh, yeah, especially because I was starting new franchises on the 360, so playing GTA, a, a familiar franchise, just felt weird. It felt wrong. But then also I, there were certain aspects of GTA 4 I disliked. Um, There's a lot of uh, the um, the girlfriend mechanics um, that you had and and you had to go and, uh, you know, you go to the gym and build yourself up and eat and things like that, which I just really hated yeah they kept the food in for gta 4 the gym the gym stuff that uh, that was san andreas uh, was that gone and right, that okay. was yeah that was a oh, terrible yeah, the gang idea. War stuff as well i hate hated that the the you had to run back and protect your home street from a gang attack yeah that was always a pain in the backside because you're in the middle yeah. of something <laughs> whatever it is yeah. you're in the middle and of something. On, on a completely different map you have to you have to go back and and load two maps to get there to to defend your territory not not a great mechanic um, not surprised no. they cut that so so 360 was it was almost a clean break for me almost for for games franchises so fable uh fable two and three i had on the 360 um which i enjoyed and uh, what else did I have? Um, 
I'll tell you what I did have on the PS2, which I love. Oh, hello, there's a dog. Hello, <laughs> doggy. Were you expecting a dog, or is this a wild one? No, that's just... no. <laughs> just a feral dog. Yeah. He's, he's come to say hello. Um, so, yeah, I had Guitar Hero on the PS2. That was that was um, uh, very... Yeah, uh, we we all went through that phase, yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah, there's fucking controllers. My parents bought the Beatles um, one, you know. Really? Yeah, like they sat there drumming away. My mum had her own guitar that she'd customised with stickers. <laughs> Amazing. Beatles rock band. There Amazing. they were. I've seen it set up at their house. It's. But I refuse. I refuse to buy the um, uh, controllers for another system. So I, I, that died with the PS2. Uh, this was the the rock band generation, wasn't it? Well, it, it was kind um, of all about that, though. You know, you get the new one with the new guitar, and this one's slightly cleverer than the last guitar, and all that sort of thing. And then drums and keyboard, and then they brought out the DJ scratch pad thing, and it it got a oh, bit ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, enjoyable games, enjoyable uh, for a gathering, but it was again, it was one of those things that in Britain doesn't work so well because we have tiny houses. Yeah. So you can't constantly have a drum kit set up um, in, for, for a game that you play once every few months when your friends come around. You can't really, can you? So now that just no. goes out the window straight away. We did have a go yeah. with, with it but, once here, but no. But the, the Lego games were big ones for me on the 360. Because they were they were good and they were cheap, relatively speaking. Yeah, um, and and they're fun. I love the Lego games. They are a lot of fun. So you got. Go ahead. I was going to say that the, so the, you get the Lego Batman, Indiana Jones, Star Wars. Um, uh, what else did I have? Uh, Harry Potter. I think I had those ones. Harry Potter. But they're. Harry Potter, but they were great fun. Yes, uh, there's loads of those. Loads and Max Payne three. That was that was what I had on the on the three sixty as well. I know that's a um, franchise I'd like to get into because it's it's a franchise. better on PC than it is on the console. Uh, not my PC though. I I think <laughs> okay, <laughs> um, but I I enjoyed I enjoyed Max Payne one two on the PC. Right. Um, but I didn't, didn't enjoy the again. It was, it's because I was used to it on PC, so um, it was. I'm just l- looking through a list now. There's a lot of NBA games that came out on the 360 and NHL. Ugh. They're very popular. Horrible. I don't know why. Just don't get them. Just don't get them. I don't, but I've got them. That that's the thing. I I get them and occasionally <laughs> I play them and I don't know why. You say, do you know what? I spent an hour playing a a, a baseball game last night. I, I don't know what to tell you. That's so bizarre. I know. So bizarre. I know. It, it, it's just so odd. But there I was swinging my bat on the Wii and playing a baseball game on it. And it was it was lots of fun. I'd do it again. And I don't care who knows it. It was more fun than America's <laughs> Next Top Model, I can tell you that. <laughs> so, yeah, 360, I had the PS3 as well. And I... It was at that point I kind of went. I prefer, I prefer the PlayStation space 
than yeah. the, than the Xbox space. And I, th- I think, you know, uh, in a way, it was because a lot of my friends had PS threes so online gaming was with my friends rather than just some random kids who were better than me and kept insulting my mother on xbox live so i felt that that the ps3 and ps uh, playstation network was a nicer place to be yeah so so i stuck with that and then gta 5 came out and the rest is history um i was playstation from then on um to the point where I've I've purchased two PlayStation Fours, I've I've got the original on release day, and then I got the PS4 Pro in anticipation for the next load of games that are going to come out. It was mainly because I got a 4K TV. I'll be honest. That was yeah, that was waiting for that. You've got to put something 4K so, into it. It makes yeah. perfect sense. Do you know I I load I loaded um, Netflix. On my, normally I watch Netflix through my Apple TV. Okay. And I loaded it through the PlayStation 4 the other day. And I can't remember why. I just did. I just, for some reason, did it that way. Um, and it said, do you want to watch in 4K? It's an extra however much a month. And I sort of sat there and went, do I want to? And I went, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to pay an extra. I don't want to pay an extra however much a month for, for Netflix content that is 4K because that's the only stuff that is really 4K at the moment. Yeah, you can watch House of Cards and uh, I don't know what else. I'm sure there's more Orange than House of Cards. New Black and yeah. Schmidt and all that stuff's 4K, but but it's only Netflix content really that's that's doing that. So it's yeah, I didn't know they were going to charge extra money for it. Um, but it, that, it's a, yeah, it's a, the four K is on top of your monthly subscription. I don't know exactly how much it is. It's it's not a huge amount, but I sort of sat there and went, oh, I pay for Prime and Netflix. I can't. I wonder what I kind of justify more. Yeah, I wonder what kind of uh, bandwidth you need to be streaming four K. Because I imagine the files aren't small. Uh no, I doubt they they would be less than. Uh, let's have a look. Netflix, four K. Because I I forget that some people are on internet connections that have um limits. File size. I can't type today. Uh, so yeah, data caps. Yeah, data caps, and and Will just I think it. you've got to have a good, solid down rate to be getting four K. Four point seven. Uh, streaming in ten eighty of Netflix takes up four point seven gigabytes per hour. So uh, if you're in four K, you're looking at about eighteen point eight gigabytes per hour of video. So yeah, a movie is going to be about twenty five gig. So you've got to be able to download 18 gigs in an hour, which is quite a lot. Yes. Yeah. And you've got to have the, uh, the uh, data limits to do that. Yeah. So you're not going to be doing it on your mobile phone hotspot anytime soon. No, God, no. Gosh, no. No. So yes. So, so PS4 is, is currently my console of choice. Um, I'd love to get back into PC gaming, but I haven't had a very good PC for many years. Um, and time, that seems to be the biggest obstacle 
for me. A console you can kind of pick up and put down. Yeah. Uh, a game, but but uh, with a PC you got to boot it up and uh, load the game, and and it feels like more of a chore for me to sit down on in front of a PC and and do stuff with a keyboard and mouse rather than a, a controller in front of the telly. It, it does feel more serious and more sort of isolated. Mm. Uh, it, mm. It's a tricky thing. I do like that I can play on the TV and still be around people, you know, yes. that, that yeah. kind of thing. Um, I kind of, I'm still in, in two minds whether or not to get another small television for the living room so I can pl- plug one of these old consoles into it when I feel like it. I don't really I'm like- very, very tempted to do it. I've done it. I did it once <coughs> when the, the we were decorating rooms, so we had the TV from that room in the in the living room, and I hooked up my PlayStation to that whilst Shell was watching TV, and actually worked out pretty well. But then you look like the dicks who've got two TVs in your front room. That is ultimately the problem. There's just <laughs> there's just no way past that. I, I was kind of thinking something. Certainly no bigger than a computer monitor. Like the smallest shit is television money can buy. And maybe yeah. that might well, work. Yeah, for, old, for older games, I think that's, that's yeah. fine. Because I've, I've got a Raspberry Pi with um, uh, some, some games on it. And putting that on a 4K TV doesn't do it any justice whatsoever. No. Um, but, but I'm sure a £99 Bush 19-inch will uh, do just yeah. fine with it. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. So I might do that. Generally, though, they only come in pink, though. That's the problem. Uh, <laughs> doesn't really It'll match be fine. The, It'll be fine. doesn't really match the room. Uh, clashes, does it? It does. It will clash. It will clash. It's sort of beigey yeah. green and brown, the room. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah. So, yeah, so you mentioned, you mentioned earlier about my um, Assassin's Creed penchant. Yeah. Um, I came to Assassin's Creed very late, very late. It was around about the time that Unity was being released. And I went, Assassin's Creed, what's that? And I watched some trailers and went, oh, that looks pretty fun. But there's been a few of them. I think I should start with an earlier one so I get the idea. Because it was before it was released. Um, And so I went, okay, I will buy the very first Assassin's Creed game because it's in this bundle for the PS3 comes with Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed two, all the add ons for that. And then Assassin's Creed three, all in one pack. What a mistake that was because I started from the beginning and I haven't made it past Assassin's Creed three yet. (laughs) That was what, when did I start that rich? Years ago, two years ago, three years ago. Yeah, but uh, it's they're amazing games. Emma will agree they're amazing games, and I just love them. I just love them. They're great. Alison loves them as well, doesn't she? Just a bit, just a bit. I mean, yeah, uh, we've got the complete collection, um, and all kinds of stuff. But every time they release a new one, I buy it and just put it on the shelf for when I get to it. And I, I've done that a lot with games. I've got games still in their cellophane wrapper probably as far back as pro- probably even on the original Xbox I've got a game still in the cellophane <laughs> wrapper that I haven't played 
You need more time. Because I'll to get play to games. it one day. Yeah. I need to retire. I need to retire and then play games and I'll be happy. My plan is to just make lots of gaming content and yeah. <laughs> that justifies yeah. it. Then you have to Yeah, you have to buy it uh, but play it then because uh it's it's work. Exactly. Like I, I just sat up yeah. here quietly playing games for a number of hours last night. Do you know why? I was capturing footage. That's what I was doing. I was capturing uh-huh. footage. Absolutely. That's a work job yep. that is. And yep. uh, consequently now I have lots of videos of me playing computer games. <laughs> it's good fun streaming and having a conversation with no one. I quite enjoy it. I know. So do I. It's, it's weird. It makes me feel like I've got friends that are here even though it says <laughs> one active viewer and you realize, oh, that's that's me watching the preview, isn't it? <laughs> I, I quite enjoy it. I do. I do. It's a, it's a different... It's a different world gaming these days than it is. And I feel like we've really rushed over the, 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 pre, the previous and current generation of consoles, but I feel that's because everyone knows it and everyone knows what games are there. Everyone knows that I'm probably playing Mass Effect Andromeda at the moment. It's it's just, you know, because that's what gaming is. Everyone's buying the same games. And there's, I think there's very little out there on the console market for discovery. Whereas I think PC gaming, you, you discover a bit more um, of the indie studios and the indie games. I, I think the consoles are doing a good job of catching up with that. There, there are a lot of indie games out there now. Um, mm. You know, there's a lot to discover on that PlayStation store. And there, there are games that are coming out I've never heard of. There's just a flood of PS4 games. I, I You know, it, it's quite insane that not long ago I was complaining there are no games I want to play for the PS4. I'm just disappointed mm. with it. It's been a waste of money. I played a few games on it, but other than that, who cares? And then I actually started digging around. And I've now got an Amazon wish list with sort of 34 PS4 games on it. And wow. I, I'm just sort of bewildered. Like, how did all of this get past me? That there, there seems to... I know. Well, I, I, I love the content that they give you every month when you subscribe on, on PlayStation Network as well. Um, the games they give you are pretty good. Um, um, from what I hear, the, the Xbox Live equivalent is not as good um, with the the free game offerings every month. Right. I'm I'm not sure. I actually, do you know? I don't think they're that bad. Um, are they not? No, I I do see their sort of because uh, I follow the Xbox YouTube channel. And I, I see the preview of their sort of look at the games that are coming next month. And it's not it's not too bad. I feel the need to search for these uh, games. It's games with gold, isn't it? Cause, yeah, that's it. Because with the, the PlayStation this month, I got Just Cause 3 for free because I'm a subscriber. I really appreciate um, that. that I was going to that's the a game I was going to play. And uh, and gonna buy at some point, but now I don't need to because it's it's there. My internet's being very slow for some reason. Come on, XboxLive.com or Xbox.com. They're generally not bad though. They they won't you know they they'll be different games than the PS4, but they're, they're generally pretty good. I think where the the PlayStation One sets itself apart is you get them on different platforms. 
So if you get if there's a a Vita version of the game, you get yes. that as well. Yeah, yeah. Consequently, yeah. I'm so looking it, at pre-owned Vitas, thinking, "Hey, I kind of already own some games for uh, it." We haven't even spoken about handhelds, Rich. I feel so bad for that. I've um, and we skipped an entire generation as well. We we didn't even mention the the GameCube or. Um, the Game Boy Color or Game Boy Advance. I, I didn't know you had a GameCube because like that. that was that was with the same generation. I've got a GameCube. I've got a Wii. Oh, I've got I've, I've got all these fucking things <laughs> that I haven't even spoken about. I've just completely forgotten about them. Oh, I feel gosh. so bad about that. I've, I, you see, I didn't think to ask oh. you about a GameCube because you had the PS2 and the Xbox. We, we, Full disclosure: the GameCube is Rochelle's, not mine. Right, she got it. Um, okay for for zelda and uh i but i have played and the and the and the wii as well is mine but i didn't pay for it i won it it's the only thing i've ever won in a competition in my life um and i didn't have many games for it except obviously super mario galaxy and zelda um and the wii sports thing that it comes with um uh but yeah Game Boy Advance, I, I bought to 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 then plug into the GameCube. So the the Zelda game, I forget, was it Four Swords? Um, the Zelda game on the GameCube, where each player can plug in their GBA, yeah, and go off and have their own side quests on their own screens. Yes, that's the one. The the four uh, something of the Four Swords or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but also Wind Waker on the GameCube. That was the one. Yeah. I, Twilight Princess was the biggest disappointment for me on the Zelda franchise. I didn't enjoy that one. I have that one ready to go for the Wii. Um, so we'll, we'll That's see. That's what I had it on. I had, In fact, I had it on GameCube and on Wii. That was one of the ones that I bought twice. Um, but I... I didn't enjoy Twilight Princess, but I did enjoy the one after it on the Wii, which I can't remember the name of. Uh, Skyward, Skyward Sword. That's the one. Yeah, enjoyed that immensely. Uh, that's that's still on my to playlist. The the Zelda no franchise. Of time there is it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Do you know what? I've I, well, never played it. I've not played it yet. I'm working my way through the Zelda franchise. But it's it from, takes, from where from all over. I've attacked it from many angles. To be perfectly honest, hang on. Let me bring up the list just to make sure that I get it right. Uh, is it their franchises? Right. So I started with it started with Ocarina of Time because I got the 3DS version, which is brilliant. And then while I was playing that, I started playing Link to the Past on the SNES because I got the Raspberry Pi. And then I finished Ocarina of Time and went on to... Oh, no, I after I'd finished Ocarina of Time, then Breath of the Wild came out. So I had to play that. So I've done that one as well. Oh, yeah. Then I wanted another one to play on the 3DS, so I had A Link Between Worlds, which is the top-down 3DS one, which is a, another great one. Um, and so currently I've still got the last three dungeons of Link to the Past to do and then I shall start on probably Twilight Princess I'm thinking because I haven't done a Wii one yet they're all very expensive as well still 
Yes, they are. So that's they're good games, though. That's why. Um, but Twilight Princess, I was a little disappointed in. Um, Skyward Sword, I felt, felt was a much better game. Right. Well, I'll, I'll, I shall confirm or or disagree when I get to it. Um, but it's coming up. I intend to play through all of them because they're they're just brilliant. I I really do love the Zelda games. So, do you have a 3DS or a, a, another handheld system currently? I don't. I don't have another handheld system currently. I've, I've looked at getting a 2DS. I'm not. I got really confused with the DS things. So, so I bought the original Nintendo DS. I had the Zelda game on that and uh, Professor Layton games on that, and I love all them. But then they started out with the 3DS, and I. I got confused as to which games could work in which uh, handhelds. And then they brought out the 2DS, which I thought, oh, I think I'd rather have that than the 3DS because the 3D is kind of pointless to me, but then just didn't ever buy one. Um, so my last handheld was uh, an original Nintendo DS. Right. Okay. Which I really enjoyed. They were a, still, cr- a cracking little thing. Enjoy. Yeah. Mm. A, a great little thing. I do recommend the 3DS because I have to recommend it to everyone because I, I adore it. And you just want friends. And I just want friends. <laughs> and I'm, I'm I'm sure I'll end up with a Switch at some point. But Good I'll, luck. Prob- I'll probably buy it towards the end of its life. I think they and might I generally be. That, do- that's when they'll be in stock. <laughs> yeah, I generally do that with Nintendo ones because they don't often have a great catalogue at the beginning of their life. Oh, but this the Switch does. It's, it's, does it? Yeah, fantastic But catalog. I can't get one. That's the problem. No, you can't get one. <laughs> That's the, yeah, absolutely. They had some in a, on uh, Amazon for about 20 minutes the other day. Um, I feel the need to go and search now to see if they've got any, which I know they haven't. Uh, yeah, you, you just can't get one. No. They, they must be doing this on purpose. Yeah, they're they're showing up at scalp prices, three hundred and thirty-four pounds, that sort of thing. Oh, four hundred and fourteen ninety-nine for the Splatoon two one. Fuck that. No, you don't want that. Hopefully, they'll get enough made one day. I mean, the the rumor is that they're getting them ready for Christmas. So, sort of come next month, they'll be everywhere. We'll see. I, as I say, I'm sure I'll I'll get it at some point. Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. Are we, are we come to the end? I have no idea how long we've been. Nearly two hours. Is that so? Yes. Wow. Crikey. I feel like we've covered a lot. I could go on for days. I really could. I've just breezed over this entire century. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know the feeling, though. It, it just goes on and on, doesn't it? And, yeah, yeah. And And every time you remember something, it just jars another memory up and you're lost in it again uh you know and it and it's it's bad for me doing all this because you sort of drag me along with you and and as a result i'm now looking at good old games and and it's that's i mean that's a whole other area that we haven't discussed much about is is good we mentioned it earlier but good old games and steam are are just they're great for those things like for instead of trying to dig out the discs for 
for the games I used to play, I can just buy it for a couple of quid on on good old games or Steam, and it's it's it works on current systems. You don't have to do any jiggery pokery to make it install or anything. I do I do like it. Like they have Quake right now, one ninety nine. Wow. And I and I I wouldn't like to try and run to get a, an original Quake disc and try and run it on Windows ten. <laughs> I've got thirty two games on good old games apparently, including our oh, Wing Commander. Fucking hell, Wing Commander series. I love that series. I haven't even mentioned it. There's loads here I found I, I didn't know I had. Cannon fodder, Total Annihilation, Dungeon Keeper, Syndicate, Faster Than Light. Syndicate Wars, Ultima. Oh, you know, I, I have Ultima. Did, did they put that in there as a freebie? Because I, I've got Ultima and I wouldn't have bought it because I've never played it. It must, it must have been. It must have been. And in fact, there are several Ultima games in there that I've not paid money for. Yeah, yeah I've got Ultima, Ultima 2, Ultima 4. Wor- Worlds of Ultima. I don't even know what yeah, Ultima is. It's it's uh I think it started as an RTS kind of thing and then morphed into a, one of the early MMORPGs. Memorpagas, yes. Yeah. But I'm yeah. gonna have to play me some Dungeon Keeper now. I've got Dungeon Keeper Gold, Dungeon Keeper Two. <sighs> Populous. Oh, that, I've got to close this website. I'll just spend the rest of the evening playing that. Now. Oh, and they have new, <laughs> they have new stuff as well on here now. Oh yeah, I've not yeah, been here have, for a while. Have for a while, yeah. But but Doom it's, Two plus Final Doom is one ninety nine. Quake Three yeah, they, Gold two ninety nine. Crisis they, is three seventy nine. I might actually get that. They have some good sales. They're they're pretty on par with Steam for the the sort of sales stuff they have. Wow, this is all pretty good. Right. Well, before I end up spending more money, let's let's end the show. Um thank you for that. Though that was that was a great track down memory lane. <laughs> it's it's made me want to just play games for the rest of my life. There's gotta be a way instead, to pull it instead off. Instead of instead of instead of working, I just play games for the rest of my life. I'm convinced the way is, is internet content. We need to do like a gaming show now. Right. Like, oh, do let's do a video show where we build some gaming PCs and then the, the that can come out of the budget of the show and we'll both get gaming PCs. All right. Where's the, I mean, that's great. I love, I love the idea. Where's get, the get, original gaming PC budget coming from? I don't know. Get that, get it financed. Uh, I'm a bit busy for that. If you <laughs> Just, could do it. If I could do it, we'd already be doing it. <laughs> That's what this show would be. But no, I can't. You're the clever one with that stuff. Go on, just <laughs> finance it. You you make other films, don't you? Uh, all right, I'll, I'll get on to that. Yeah, where do you get the money for those? Just get some of that money. Some of the other I'll, film money. That's I'll, defi- I'll get on to that. <laughs> That's how it works. I've decided. All right, if you say so. Uh, so, thank you for listening, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that as well, and you didn't spend too much money on games while we were talking, or classic consoles, or God, many things. Uh, 
I'll be back another time with another one of these. In the meantime, go and check out the other ones and our other gaming content like gaming news and no, it's just this and that one. But, you know, it's all good. Uh, it's all at simplysyndicated.com. And uh, don't forget to check us out on patreon.com slash simplysyndicated. Thank you to everybody who supports us on there as well. So until next time, when we see you again, take care. Bye bye.